the book of John chapter 1. I will read these verses and follow with your eyes. John chapter 1, <clears throat> verses 1 to 16. Just follow with your eyes. I will read all these verses. <clears throat> the Bible says from verse number 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light, that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John bare witness of Him and cried, saying, This was He of whom I spake. He that cometh after me is preferred before me, for He was before me, and, his full, and, and of His fullness have all we receive and grace for grace. Let's bow heads in prayer. Our Father in heaven, thank you, Lord, for the blessing that you have given to us this morning. I pray, O oh God, that your Holy Spirit will uh, move in the midst of your people. And thank you, Father, that um, um, you are pleased to see your people, Lord, to, to be gathered together and to rejoice in your word together. And I pray that this morning, O oh God, this will be a great blessing to all of us. Bless every family here. Bless every person uh, that is attending to our meeting, and I pray, O oh God, that you'll, your your name will be glorified in our midst. Exalt your um, uh, name, Lord, in the midst of your people, and help us, O oh God, that uh, we may see your glory, and, and that the Lord uh, we will rejoice in our service. And Lord, at uh, this time, uh, I pray that um, you will guide me also, help me, Lord, and touch my lips and my mouth. Allow me to open my mouth boldly. And give me wisdom and utterance, and give me also, Lord, power through your word. And also love of um, your people, O oh God. Love the souls of men. And I pray that you will give us victory today. Protect this place, Lord. Hallow this place and keep us away from harm. Do not allow the evil um, elements of this society, Lord, will come near us. And help us, Lord, to rejoice um, in, your, in your work. And give us victory this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Being born into God's family is our title this morning. And uh, what a blessing it is that uh, the Lord has given us His Word um, to be um, able to see all this marvelous, marvelous blessing of God's Word. And again, um, um, we understand that, you know, uh, the, Lord, the Word of God here is speaking about um, being born again or being born into the family of God. 
and, and, and the Lord Jesus Christ being the Savior. And there are a lot of um, wrong notions or, or uh, mistaken understanding of um, our position in the Lord, our relationship with God the Father. But we understand from the scripture, if we very carefully compare scripture with scripture, there's only one way of entrance into the family of God. There is only one way of entrance into becoming God's children, and that is by being born into the family of God. And again, the Bible tells us that, that um, the way of entrance into an earthly family uh, we can have that access into our family by our, by our own physical birth. And the same way, my friend, and the way of entrance into the heavenly family is uh, by the miracle of a spiritual birth. And the Bible calls this the second birth, or being born again. And that birth is the birth from above. It's the birth that is um, through the power of the Holy Spirit of God. The, you know, the, the working power of the Holy Spirit is the one that can make a person uh, become a child of God. And that is what the Lord Jesus Christ spoke to Nicodemus. If you remember that uh, conversation, encounter of, you know, the Lord Jesus Christ with Nicodemus, that he went there to approach the Lord Jesus Christ by night. He did not come during the day because he was, uh, he has um, having position in the synagogue or in the Sanhedrin. He is, he is the ruler of the Jews. That means he's a teacher of teachers. So that means Nicodemus could not openly um, affirm his uh, you know, uh, faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. So he went to the Lord Jesus Christ by night. Uh, you can see this in the book of John chapter 3 verses 1 to 8. Chapter 3 of the book of John. I will read this to you. This is what happened to Nicodemus. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus a ruler of the Jews. In verse number 2, the same came to Jesus by night. So we understand why he went to the Lord Jesus by night. Because he has a reputation. He has a reputation to protect. He cannot openly, you know, um, adhere to the teaching of Jesus Christ because he is a leader in a religion. So I, we understand this. And he said in verse number 3, uh, verse number 2, the same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, that, is, that means teacher. So he, he acknowledged the Lord Jesus as a teacher. Um, we know that thou art a teacher um, come from God. For no man can do these miracles uh, that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto, unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, Ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh, and whether it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Now, here in this conversation, the Lord Jesus Christ spoke about the second birth. And, and this ruler of the Jews, that means this teacher who, who, who memorized the Bible from, 
you know, the book of Torah, um, the book of uh, Genesis, all the way to uh, the book of Deuteronomy. Now, he memorized that from, from, from youth and all the way up. And he taught people, he taught teachers about this doctrine of the scripture. And again, he does not understand this. He does not understand about the second birth. And he's asking the Lord Jesus, oh, can, can, can we go again into the mother's womb and be born? And again, um, he does not understand what Jesus Christ was saying. But again, my friend, the second birth, that birth from above, is a wonderful, wonderful, you know, uh, opportunity for us. That like us, poor, sinning creatures, and can actually become children of God. What a blessing it is that those sinful as we are, the Bible shows us that there is, you know, a way wherein poor sinners like us can be children of God. Amen. That is an amazing, amazing Amen. truth in the Bible. And actually, you know, uh, we can see here that we can indeed become the children of the Most High Amen. God. And here we can well understand why the Apostle John, you know, it blew his mind. How come we as sinners will become children of God? And indeed, we are, you know, children of God if we put our faith in, right. in the Lord Jesus Christ. Right. In 1 John chapter 3, verse number 1. 1 John chapter 3, verse number 1. The Bible says, Behold, this is John speaking. Behold, what manner of love. What kind of love is this? Even the apostle could not even explain, could not understand how, what kind of love God has for us. Behold, what manner of love that the Father had bestowed. The word bestowed is given. What, kind, what manner of love that the Father has given unto us, bestowed unto us, <coughs> upon us. That we should be called the sons of God. Amen. We are now children of God. He said, therefore the world knoweth us not because it knew him not. It gives the it gives all of us this, you know, sense of awe. Just like the Apostle John. How come that this is happening to us? How come the Holy Father in heaven, the creator of the universe, sent his son to die on our behalf, to die like a sinner, and us be taken unto himself like his son, Jesus Christ? In other words, our sins are placed upon the body of the Lord Jesus, and the righteousness of the Lord Jesus was placed upon our body, upon our, our life. That is, Apostle John could not understand. What manner of love? And you see, that is what the Bible says in John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever, now it doesn't matter how big your sin is. Yeah. And it doesn't matter also how small your sin is. Yeah. Whosoever Amen. believeth on him. Amen should not perish that means should not go to hell that's right but have 
everlasting life. Amen. And that everlasting life cannot happen here on this, on this world. Yeah. That everlasting life can only happen in heaven. Yeah. In other words, while we are here on this earth, putting our faith in the Lord Jesus, we can assure ourselves of going to heaven. Amen. Yeah. Because that is God's love. Yeah. You see, behold what manner of love that the Father had bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. You see, this morning, the first thing that we need to see is that the people that are called the children of God. Now, who are these people? Who are these people that are called the children of God? Who are they? My friend, the sad reality is not all people are children of God. That's right. And people have mistaken this. Yeah. And they would say, but, you know, are we not already children of God? Are not all people everywhere God's children? Uh, uh, is, is not the God of heaven, uh, is the father of all? I will tell you, yes and no. In the sense of creation, He is our father and we are His children in creation. All of us are created by God. And by that sense, God is our Father through creation. Because our God is a creator. And we look up in, in, the, in the book of Malachi chapter 2 verse number 10. We'll prove it. That all of us are children of God by creation. Now notice again, uh, Malachi 2.10. The Bible says, Have we not all one Father? So the word all there referred to all human beings. Whether saved or unsaved, whether believer of God or not believer of God, all. He said, have we not all one Father and had not one God created us? Why do we deal treacherously um, uh, every man against his brother by profaning the covenant of our fathers? Now, notice again in Acts chapter 17. Acts 17 verse 28. This is Paul, you know, speaking to the Greeks. To the uh, Christians um, in Mars Hill. And he said, uh, For in him we live and move and have our being, as certain also of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. My friend, in that God has created us, he is our father. But my point this morning, when we turn our Bible into the book of John, chapter 1, verse number 12. And also in Galatians chapter 3, verse number 26, we discover that there is a far more intimate relationship into which we need to come. Into, into which we may come where, in a spiritual sense, we know God as our loving Heavenly Father. Now, this time is not in the sense of creation. This time in the sense of redemption, by our own salvation. In other words, what I'm speaking here this morning, the Lord uh, our God is not just our creator, but the Lord our God is also our savior. John 1.12, John 1.12, the Bible says, but as many as receive him. There are, all sorts of people in this world 
There are billions upon billions of people in this world. And all of these are created by God. But not all of these billions of people, you know, are believing in God or children of God. Why? The Bible says, but as many. Not all. But as many as received Him, Jesus Christ, to them gave He power to become the sons of God. So now, this is a separate, you know, special kind of people. These people are not just a people that were created by God, but these people are separated for God. These people are the believers of Jesus Christ, and to them that believe on His name, Galatians 3.26. Galatians 3.26, the Bible says, For ye are all the children of God by faith. In Jesus Christ. Amen. That is where we belong. That is where every person that comes into this world that acknowledge or believe in the Lord Jesus Christ are these people, separated, peculiar people, the Bible says. And they are believers in Christ. And they are children of God. My friend, this is really hard for people who are in other religion to believe in this. Those people who reject Christ, those religions that do not teach Christ as the only Savior. Because Christians are only the children of God because they have put their faith in Jesus Christ. That is the requirement of this. Yeah. He said, for you are all the children of God by faith in Jesus Christ. And this thing separates us from the rest of the people in the world. Yeah. This makes us a special people of God in 1 Peter chapter 2 verse number 9. 1 Peter chapter 2 verse number 9, but ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who had called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. We're in time past, we're not a people, but now um, are the people of God. In time past, which has not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Today, if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, you have obtained mercy. Amen. And that makes you a special people of God. Yeah. A special people. As we are listening here to Apostle Paul, Many times, and we read his writing in the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 6, verse number 14. 2 Corinthians 6, 14, Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. So these unbelievers are also people. But there is this kind of special people that God wants to separate from the rest of the people. And these people that God wants to separate from the rest of the people are the special, peculiar people of God. These people are the believers of God's Son. These people are the, are the people who believe in Jesus Christ as their Savior. This is the peculiar people. If you are in that, you know, a faith in Jesus Christ this morning, my friend, you are that peculiar people of God. But be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Yeah. For what fellowship hath righteousness with yeah. unrighteousness? Yeah. And what communion hath light with darkness? Yeah. And what concord hath Christ with Belial? 
Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? Yeah. For we are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Yeah. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, yeah. saith the Lord. Yeah. And touch not the unclean thing, yeah. and I will receive you, and I will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Yeah. In other words, my friend, all of us people in this world, we are children of God by creation. But there is this special people of God who believe in Jesus Christ, the peculiar people of God that will serve God in their hearts. Some people are children of God and some people are not. This is the part that the world could not see and the world could not, you know, believe. All of them believe that, you know, all of us are children of God. And therefore, you know, God will uh, weigh our good deeds and bad deeds. And, and, and if our good deeds will outweigh our bad deeds, then we can get to heaven. But if our um, bad deeds outweigh the good deeds, then you will go to hell. No, my friend. When Jesus, uh, in, in, in Jesus Christ said in John 3, 16, For God should love the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever... That word whosoever, it does not quantify how much sin you have done in this world. Only if you come to the Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you can receive salvation. You see, again, because there are people that are called children of God and there are people that are not children of God, this raises a very important question. How can a person become a child of God. What is the process to become a child of God? Now we see here the people, now we see the process to become God's children. How do we become children of God? As we understand it, we became children of our earthly parents by birth into our family in the same manner. In the same manner, we become children of God by birth into God's family. John chapter 1 verse 13. John chapter 1 verse number 13. The Bible says, Which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. My friend, nobody, nobody ever came, became a child of God without being born into the family of God and no one also um, became a child of your family without you being born into that family now how then is one born into the family of God how if we examine this verse in verse number 13 we will realize and we will see that there are three negatives there and there is one positive the three negatives started off in verse number 13. It says, which were born not of blood. Not of blood. In other words, you are not a Christian because your father is Christian. That's right. You are not a Christian because you are raised in a Christian home. Right. You are not a Christian because you come 
to a Christian church. Right. Or you are bringing a Christian Bible. Right. My friend, you are not a Christian because of your natural descent. Right. This means that birth spoken of here is not the result of human you know, generation. We do not inherit membership in the family of God because of our family tree. Yeah. We inherit a great many things from our parents, perhaps with our looks, with our hairs and our disposition, our temperaments, our way of the way how we prepare our food and all of those things we learn and we follow. Why? Because it's coming from our parents. But there is one thing that we do not inherit from them. One thing we do not inherit from them is that is our spiritual birth. Right. We cannot inherit our spiritual birth. Why? Christians or Christian parents do not automatically produce Christian children. Right. The second negative here mentioned in the same verse in John 1.13, it says, Not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh. In other words, not of human decision. You cannot make a decision to make you a child of God out of your own. No one can make himself a child of God by any amount of self-determination or self-effort. No amount of decision or resolution on our part will make us members of God's family because it is not of human decision. Supposing I wanted to become a child of royalty. I'm sick and tired of just being a common New Zealander. I want to become a member of the royal family. I want to do it because that's what I want. My friend, it's not what I want. I cannot become a member of the royal family without being born into that royal family. I need to be born in that royal family in order for me to be a part of the royal family. You see, you cannot be a child of God, my friend, because you want it. Why? Because it is not by the will of the flesh. Oh, I want to go to heaven. You cannot get there because you want it. Yep. All of us, billions upon billions of people in this world wanted to go to heaven. But not all these billions can get to heaven. Why? Because it is not by our, by the will of the flesh. The third negative here mentioned in the same verse in first uh, in John chapter one verse thirteen, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man. In other words, no man can make anyone a child of God. Not a pastor can say, "Oh, from now on, you are a child of God." Yeah, right. Not a president or prime minister or monarch would say, yeah. oh, this person is now a child of God. Not right. even the Pope can declare yeah, right. a person right. a child of God. Why? Because it is not the will of man. There is no man can make a child a child of God. You see, there are a lot of people, good men, good women in this world. They can do great many things to help us and understand how to live a godly life or a, a life that is, that is um, you know, productive. And it, it is a wonderful thing that there are people around us that can help us um, how to live our life in a in, in peaceable way. But again, um, 
um, even the most saintly person, even the most saintly man or woman cannot produce within us a spiritual rebirth. Why? Only God can do that. Only God can make us born into the family of God. These are the negative of these things. Not, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man. But notice here that there is one positive statement that will enable us to understand how to become a child of God. How can I be, how can I be born into, the, into God's family? Verse number 13 tells us. The Bible says, Not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Amen. It is Amen. only God Amen. that can make us a child of God. Yep. In other words, we must be born into the family of God. It is necessary. Yep. Only God can make me a child in his family. Only God can make you a child in his family. It is his work and in his work alone. Do not add anything because it is the work of God. You see, we see the people. We see the process. Now we will see the power. The power that made spiritual birth possible. Because spiritual birth is impossible to man. There is nothing a pastor can do. There is nothing a parent can do. There is nothing a government can do to make a child born into the family of God. But there is something that is possible that this can be done and that is God alone. Amen. God alone. Amen. We are born into God's family by a supernatural act of God. Yep. It is the power of the Holy Spirit of God Amen. that works in us by faith in Jesus Christ yep. through the Word of God. The Word of God is used by the Holy Spirit of God so that it can impress upon our heart to understand faith to understand the love of God and a person will be convicted of his sin and a person will be convicted of his need of Christ and the person will make his own humble decision to accept Christ. Yeah. Right. And right at that very moment when he comes to the point of humility before God, he will call upon Christ for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. He will call upon God and will say, Lord, I need a Savior. And Lord, I know you are a Savior. By faith, I open my heart. Come into my life and save Amen. my soul. That is the power that made spiritual birth possible. John 1.13 again. John 1.13. Which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. My friend, there are, however, two conditions which we must meet in this. In other words, God will make us his children when, John 1.12 um, tells us this, how, you see, verse, verse 12, John chapter 1, verse 12, but as many, but as many as received him, to them gave him power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Yep. My friend, there are two things that we need to understand. We must, first and foremost, receive the Lord Jesus. Right. Secondly, we must, for, uh, secondly, is believe in his name. Yep. And let us take 
Take a look at this second um, uh, part, the believing on his name. What does it mean to believe in his name? What does it believe to believe in Christ? And again, um, his name stands for the person and his work. What he has done at the cross of Calvary in Matthew chapter 1 verse number 21 and also in Hebrews chapter 7 verse number 25. This will tell us that um, um, here he is, the Lord Jesus is our Savior and, and the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, our heart must be putting in trust in him and that we must belong to him by faith. In Matthew 7, uh, Matthew 1, verse 21. Matthew chapter 1, verse 21. And she, speaking of Mary, and she shall bring forth a son. And thou shalt call his name Jesus. For what is the purpose? For he shall save his people from their sins. In Hebrews 7, 25. Hebrews 7, 25. Wherefore he is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, yep. seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. Yep. Again, to believe in his name, that means to believe that he is all that he claims to be. Yep. You believe what Jesus Christ said about himself. The Savior, he is the Lord of his people. But again, we do not only have to believe in His name to become children of God, we have also to receive the Lord Jesus into our hearts and lives. Now, now, uh, what does this mean now? In other words, we have to take Him. We have to accept Him. We have to receive and to welcome Him into our life, as Revelation 3.20 said. Revelation chapter 3, verse number 20. The Bible says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, the Holy Spirit said, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. By the moment that you invite the Holy Spirit of God, you invite the Lord Jesus into your life, the Lord Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit, will come into your life the moment that you accept him. Now, how does a person become a child of God? My friend, by believing that the Lord Jesus Christ died and rose again and that He is able and willing to save Him. You know that Jesus Christ died and you understand it? You understand and you believe that He rose again the third day? And because of that, He is alive. He is alive in your life and you receive Him. When anyone believes and receives in this way, the Holy Spirit of God comes into his life and performs the process of regeneration that only the Holy Spirit has power. That power only comes um, and happens when the Holy Spirit of God works in the heart of the person. Again, this is the second birth. That is what the Bible says in John chapter 3, verse number 7. John chapter 3 verse number 7 Marvel not that I said unto thee Ye must be born again You must be born again His faith in Christ Makes him as God's own child That is the moment That the person becomes uh, Becomes you know uh, Being born into 
the family of God in Romans chapter 10 verse number 9 Romans chapter 10 verse number 9 the Bible says um, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead thou shalt be saved yeah. all of us want to be saved but there are two things that you need to understand two things that you need to act and that is the act of faith the act of faith is twofold twofold number one confess number two believe now confess what to confess pastor what to confess confess the lord jesus that means we are not going to confess sins this time although we will later but we are not going to to confess sins but what we, what we need to confess with our mouth what we need to utter in our mouth is that you will you will say you will confess um, the Lord Jesus that means you don't have you believe that you don't have any other Savior but the Lord Jesus yeah. right. you believe that you don't have any other salvation not even your Baptist belief yeah. Right. Your, your salvation is not your, in your Baptist belief. Your salvation is not in your religion. Right. Your, your salvation is not in Mama Mary. Yeah. Your salvation is not in your good works. Your salvation is the Lord Jesus Christ and Amen. Jesus alone. Yep. Right. That is the word that if thou shalt confess the Lord Jesus, not sin, but the Lord Jesus. And the second step is very important why why the lord jesus because acts chapter 4 verse 12 acts 4 12 neither is there salvation in any other for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved right. no other name Amen. not the name of peter not the name right. of paul not the name of mama mary not yep. the name of joseph but the name of the Lord Jesus. Yeah. You need to put your trust. You need to, to believe in the Lord Jesus. The second part is believe. It's one thing you say the name of the Lord Jesus. But in another thing that you believe him in your heart. Right. That is why the Bible says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus. And shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. So believe. What to believe, Pastor? What to believe? John chapter, uh, Romans 10, 9 is very clear. You cannot be mistaken in this verse. It tells you what to confess. And it also tells you what to believe. Very simple verse. You don't need to study in Harvard University to understand this verse. You don't have to go to Oakland University to understand this. Confess. And believe what to believe believe in your heart that God the Father has sent his son Jesus Christ to die on that cross and that he he, he, he was buried and he rose again and you believe it believe it in your heart that Jesus Christ rose from the grave yep. and in that my friend in that you believe that he is alive Amen. He is alive right here, right now. And because he is alive, you can invite him into your heart right now. Because he is here. When you do, when you invite him because you believe in him, that last phrase is yours. Thou shalt 
be saved. Because he is alive. And he is here right now. And in fact, he is doing something in your heart. In Matthew chapter, chapter 18 verse number 20. Matthew chapter 18 verse number 20. He's not just sitting around or, or roaming around. He is doing something, my friend. He said, uh, where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. And in Revelation 3.20, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. In other words, Jesus Christ is here, right there at the door of your heart. And right there at the door of your heart, He's knocking. He's knocking unto you. Unto you. He's asking you to, for Him to come into your life. But you have an obligation to respond. Yep. You have an obligation to respond to his call. He said in 3.20, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. The Lord Jesus will not force his way into your heart. Because he wants you to surrender to him voluntarily. The Lord can come into your life without your permission, but he doesn't want that. He wants you to make that own with that um, full decision. He wants you to make that decision so that you will serve Him voluntarily. The Lord does not want you to be forced serving Him. That is why, my friend, you need to make that decision and receive Him. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. And that moment, that moment, the Holy Spirit of God will work in your spirit, in your life, in your soul. And that Holy Spirit of God is able to make your soul alive again. To Amen. make your spirit alive again. Amen. That is what the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2 verse number 1. Ephesians chapter 2 verse number 1. And you had he quickened Amen. the word quickened is made alive yep. why because you are dead yep. in sin and trespasses yep. but when the, when you accept jesus christ when you invite Amen. the lord jesus christ into your life then the holy spirit of god will work in his supernatural power and that supernatural power is the act of god so yep. therefore you as um, you know, as an unsaved person can become saved. You, as a as a um, child of God by creation, now will become a child of God by redemption. Yeah. Because the Holy Spirit of God will will change or will um, cleanse your soul, will cleanse your life, and you become a child of God by faith. The Bible says in Ephesians two eight and nine, for by grace are ye saved through faith and that not of yourselves it is the gift of God not of works lest um, some man should boast lest any man should boast you see confess the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart my friend the Bible is very clear that we only have one way of getting into the family of God and that way is through Jesus Christ his son because he said I am the way the truth and the life no 
No man cometh unto the Father but by me. That's in John chapter 14, verse number 6. Any religion in this world that does not believe that Jesus Christ is the only way, they are out of the way. Right. It's very clear. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Praise the Lord that He opened our minds in this truth. Yep. Because this truth is not accepted by many religions. And we praise God that, you know, he, he, he puts that in our heart, in our mind. That Jesus Christ is the only Savior that we have. And we thank the Lord for His goodness and His mercy. We praise God for His love towards us. This power is in prayer. Our Father in heaven, Lord, we thank you for the reminder this morning of God. That there is only one way. In order for us to become member of the family of God. And that way, Lord, that way is in the person. And that person is the person of Jesus Christ. Lord, bless your people. And thank you, Father, that you have invited us to come unto you. And to, Lord, to receive you as you knock at the door of our heart. So that you can come in, Lord. But you will not come in until every one of us will invite you to come. Lord, you will not force your way, and we praise you for that. And Lord, I pray that each and every individual in this room this morning will come to the uh, reality that we need to invite you, Lord, into our lives. If there are still people, Lord, who have not invited you into their lives, I pray that they will make that humble decision to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Please, Lord, save the lost. Save everyone here, Lord, and make us your faithful servant in your work so that others also will come to know you, so that others also will benefit, Lord, from our faith. Bless your people once again. And Lord, allow these people to, especially the unsaved ones, to invite you, Lord, into their heart. If you are here this morning and you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I encourage you, brother or sister, to come to the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and for you to come to the Lord Jesus Christ, simply invite Jesus Christ into your life. Just simply ask the Lord in prayer and say to Him like this, Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner. Forgive me, Lord, of all the sins that I have done. By faith, Lord, I open my heart. Come into my life and save my soul. If that is my friend, you know, um, um, your situation this morning, I would be glad that you will say that prayer to the Lord Jesus. I would be happy if the Lord Jesus Christ will come into your life and you will become genuinely um, saved and be a part of the family of God. Let's continue to pray. Our Father in heaven, thank you Lord once again for bringing us into this uh, point of the scripture, Lord, where we can learn, we can know that we indeed can become your child through your son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And bless, Lord, your people. And I pray, O oh God, that they will remember the most important thing that they need to do today if they are not saved. The most important thing that they need to do is to invite you into their life and for the Holy Spirit of God to come into their life and save their soul. And Lord, what a rejoicing it would be when 
face of Jesus Christ we will see. And we will rejoice together in him. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your goodness to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.